we're back. Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of the Snooze and Booze podcast. Uh, today we are joined by a 14-year-old Tommy. Hi. <laughs> happy birthday, bro. It's uh, your birthday thanks. today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, happy birthday, Tom. Thank you. Did you like my post I put about you? That's pretty funny. Thanks, uh, I don't know if Mommy found it that funny. She did it. She did it. She yeah. said she didn't like it. <laughs> did you see my Instagram? No, I haven't seen Oh, okay. Go to it right now. I'll show you. Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> for everybody. Oh. Sorry, right? For everybody. Everyone who can't yeah, see it, um, it's, it's a photoshopped image, but you could look at it on uh, this one's Instagram. This one's Steve Medell, 1775. But it's basically I photoshopped Tommy's face when he was like four or five over yeah. over this kid who drew like. It's supposed to be mountains and hills and a stream, but it's obviously like two tits, legs spread open, and you know, flow, <laughs> flowing vagina. <laughs> so it's, it's the whispering eye, you know, such shit like that. <laughs> um. Anyways, man, do you do you feel any different? Oh, so oh, okay. what did you do today for your birthday? Um, I went out. I got. Uh, Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Hammered. I went. I went to a <laughs> record shop down downtown. Is it? That's on Long Beach, yeah. It's called yeah. Fingerprints. It's called Fingerprints. It's a really cool record place. I went there like a year ago for my birthday. And uh, it always just stuck with me because I like I liked the way uh, it was set out. And it just had a lot of like selection in what they had. And there was also they also had movies over there. So I was like, oh, nice. yeah, that was that, it's a really cool place. Check out Fingerprint uh, Music if you, want, if you want some cool media. Um, but, yeah. I uh, got three things over there. There was a lot of cool stuff. Hmm. It was mainly, though, where it, there was a lot of artists that I liked, but no albums that were really, like, you oh. know, to, to, like, stand off. But there was some really cool stuff, though. Yeah. What, what albums did you end up getting? I got 1990 and Artistic Vice by Daniel Johnston. Uh, it's Spooky by Jad Fair and Daniel Johnston. And then uh, Living in the Sunlight by Tiny Tim. Hmm. Because there were three that st- stood out to me. And I love Daniel Johnson. So. Do you know Tiny Tim? Mm. Do you know him? Oh, yeah. Do you think he's like... Like Tim Burton wets himself to Tiny Tim shit? You know what I mean? I could see it. He, he just see, he gives me that weird vibe like... Tim Burton must love this dude. <laughs> something <laughs> like Tiny he just copied a sound and yeah. did I'm, something else. And I, yeah, and I mean it in an insulting way, too. I don't know why Tim Burton just kind of bugs me. Not his he's films. a bit of a ghoul. But not his he's, films, just his like... I don't know the way he is in him, interviews. Just him. Yeah, he's a bit of a ghoul. He's yeah. very like, ooh, look at me. He, you know, with like, I don't know. Like he's found out about Tiny Tim one day. He's like, yes, that, that's that's me. This bro. guy got it. Because I kind of went with it like in his own yeah. Tim Burtony way. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not hating that guy because I do like some of his films. Most of his films I like actually, to be fair. But something about him just bugs me. I maybe I and I also don't like that people like him. Maybe that's it's like the Morrissey thing. Like I hate oh. Morrissey, but I hate even more people who like Morrissey. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You think there's something I, else? Yeah, I hate Morrissey. <laughs> Why do you? You don't like his music, right? Don't like his music, and I don't like the people who like. I like you just said. Yeah. I think they're the most annoying people. They're like Morrissey. <laughs> there's this man in his forties singing about. I don't know. I think he's older than that now. Probably like eighties. But I've said the dead. same thing. Like old dudes. That, yeah, he's pretty dead. I said like old dudes whining. It just. That kind of music's not really for me. I don't know what it is, and, and I'm not, not not in the kind of whining way where it's just like, uh, I guess 
would you say yearning? Yeah. <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> not yearning. Loaf. Be mature. Know. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. He's 14 now. He can tell you that now, right? It's all good. Oh, it comes with the age. It's with the territory. I'm just joshing. But, um... Is but, there anyone you like that don't you don't like pe- and you you hate that people like them? Band, like the fans, band, like, music, movies, anything like of that fandom. Well, Obama. like the Morrissey and like Smith fans, yeah, like that's definitely one of them. Because mm. it's like yeah. not even it's just like or honestly to lesser extent like certain No Doubt fans. Oh, sure. like that too. Yeah. So no, that, he one. he did that, but his thumb was pointing right next to Papa. Oh no, it wasn't. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm a true fan, but definitely I'm the newer joshings. ones. Or yeah. like, like even the younger generation, like they hear Gwen Stefani, but like, do you know she was in a band? Mm. You ever come across like those? You know, at least on the internet. Gwen Stefani and the No Doubt. In the the No Doubt. The No Doubt. I mean, that's been going on since when they were still together. Remember, I remember it was kind of like an inner band turmoil when she was on the cover of Spin and they left the boys out. Oh, like it was a um, big. Th- or no, I think it could have been uh, Maxim. Was Max? No, no, no. Maxim was. It was supposed to be just her. But it was either Rolling Stone or Spin, one of the ones that are supposed to feature bands, and they left the band out. And it was like a like it wasn't her call, but it was a thing. Like what the fuck, you know? Like we're mm-hmm. a band, we're not, you know? It's not Gwen Stefani, no doubt, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what actually that's what actually the Don't Speak video is about. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, instead of what it actually the song is about. Yeah, I don't know. And, but to be fair, No Doubt's not really that relevant anymore. You know, she still is through other media, but the band's not really too relevant I don't think um, I mean the last new album they had was 2012 I believe that was, that was a great that's probably my favorite album that they did oh really yeah I don't know I think it's because of like I grew up with that album specifically when it came out was when I was like uh, four years old like right? four or five yeah and we were in Palm Springs and that was the only CD we had oh we really just, we would just play it over and over so again it became in the car. like one of those childhood memories yeah. for you huh. and I was like this is a really good album that, so that I think that one just holds a very like that's yeah. so interesting to you as like a four year old, like being exposed to that specific album from them because that that was their lat- latest and most. They're all different. Yeah, that uh, one yeah. specifically too. That one's like, I get, it feels modern. You know, you're absolutely right. They're, each album is completely different from the previous one. Like, even their st- even what got the most popular was obviously Tragic Kingdom, but that's very different from the one before that, and it's very mm-hmm. different from the one that came right after that. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I kind of liked about them that they kept constantly reinventing but themselves, it still, it still whether you like, like it or not. Thing. I mean, whether you like the new style yeah. or not, it was. Different from each, it still each feels, completely different. It still feels the same. Uh-huh. Like it, it's definitely their style, but it's uh, trying out different like genres. Yeah, yeah. I was in Japan when that album came out. I thought it was so cool. Also, like weird because the new Batman movie came out when I was in Japan. You know, the Dark Knight. Oh, movie. okay. That one, the Dark Knight Rises actually, and then the new No Doubt album came out when I was out there. And I was like, why? Why is everything happening when I'm away? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought it was funny. It was cool. It was also cool. And the Kings won when I was away, too. The Kings won the cup when I was in Japan. Oh, shit. So that's what I was just like. All the things that I'm into is happening while I'm away. Kane Velasquez fought uh, Bigfoot Silva on May 4th. I was just talking about it where it's like the fear of being left out. Oh, FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. That's a funny word. I mean, it's an acronym, but yeah, it's become like a pop culture mo. Foam. I'm FOMOHOBIC. <laughs> I'm FOMOPHOBIC. <laughs> you hit it here, folks. <laughs> uh, you wanted some advice from me, Tom? Don't fuck with the Jews. Yeah, F the Jews. Bafa just said it first. Bafa said it right here. Bafa said it right here. No, I did not say that. That's from Eric Andre's uh, yeah. when he interviews don't, Kelly don't, Osborne. Don't think we're bigots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Littlewitz. 
Uh, have you seen that episode where he interviews Kelly Osborne? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, oh bro. Yeah. We'll watch yeah. the clip from it later if you want, but right. she just really comes off very, like, she's... So you know how some people can have fun with that kind of, like, Eric Andre personality? You know how he's, okay. you know how he's like, super out there, super weird, super, like, up for anything? She, and you can tell the people that just, like, they're over it. They don't like any of these kind of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of... I would you call Eric a... Uh, an extra some extra person he's a very he's a lot you know and yeah. she's like she gives off that vibe where I'd rather be doing anything else than being here uh, I think it's more of those people where it's like they never dealt with any any anything like that so they don't know how to handle it you know what I mean yeah that's fair where they're just like they're just so shocked and they just don't know how to handle it so they're just like eh I don't, I don't like this cause it's not anything that I'm used that to that I know right or yeah. familiar with yeah uh, I think most people should get. Uh, this is it. These are my. Is this the Tommy Talks moment? Sure. Put on the Clips channel. We don't have a Clips channel. I'm trying to get get you not to take over. So I'm trying go to ahead, get Loaf more involved. Oh, okay. Loaf, go ahead. What is your opinion? Just so on... it's a little bit more evened out. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm. That's why I'm turning towards him. We're both gonna. Me and Tommy are both gonna use you, Loaf, as the like, <laughs> the mediator. You know. The buffer. Yeah. Buffer. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, what should we call it? Uh, oh yeah, so let's go back. So you were saying, no doubt fans, Smith fans as well. Anybody else? Or or any... Smith fans like top, like they're maybe I... maybe not so much even music. Like any any other fandoms that you're like that that you don't get why people are so much. Because I know you know how like Scorsese and Spiel, you know the big directors are constantly talking shit about the Marvel movies because they think oh right because that's real not movies. that's not real cinema. Right, that's not right, real right. filmmaking. You have anything like that? Well, at least for like say like the Smiths, I just mean like specifically not like so much like the music. Like, I get what you're saying, but I mean, like, the fans just, like, they're just, like, the worst type. Like, almost like, like a high school mentality. Oh, where yeah. They're just trying to outdo each other. It, it's, like, it's ridiculous, like, to the extent. That's the best way to put it, high school mentality. Yeah, because you you do think that way when you're in high school, when you when you find out a band that nobody knows yet, or you're into them before they blow up. Oh, okay. And then they blow up, and it's kind of like, oh, no, this was my thing. But you you still want you want everybody to be into them, but you at the same time you want it to be your little secret. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh... Damn, who else? Like Fiona Apple, right, Tom? <laughs> what are you doing? What is that face? What face? Like some <laughs> duck face thing. Uh, yeah, like Fiona Apple, exactly. These little nerds. With glasses with no lenses. Hmm. Okay. Taking over. He's taking over. That's just one thing. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? To be treated like this on my on my day? <laughs> my day? How dare you? Like, you know who I can't stand? Portishead fans. Dumb. I just noticed the shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is, I don't know what that is. Where is that? It's a band from, like, what, 90s? Mid-90s? You know who I can't stand the plain white tees? You're so... That's so fucking... <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I was wearing an all-white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And plain white tees was also a band with one single. So yeah. that's not bad. That's yeah, it's like single. the only one they had, I think. Hey There, Delilah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they tried to replicate it with Hey There, Samantha, but it was, like, the same... Just, <laughs> Same melody, different lyrics. So it was weird. Like, why would you even try to come up with a new single like that? Wait, seriously? No. I thought you were... I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. When you keep repeating something like that, it's like, it's kind of hard not to believe it. Mouse Rat. I hate people who love Mouse Rat. They've only seen, like, three seasons of the show, and they they want to sport a Mouse Rat t-shirt. For everybody that doesn't know at home, Tommy's wearing a Mouse Rat (laughs) t-shirt. Love, what do you have to say about this? Uh, I liked it. I wish they did more stuff. Yeah. But then, like, the series ended, and then... 
So I, I never saw it. parks. Parks. And you never South Parks and Recreation? I never saw Parks South and Parks and Recreation. Though you That'd said. be a good real mashup. <laughs> uh, what was their number one single? Uh, hey There, Seb- No, Hey There, Sebastian. That's like the Play My Teeth song. Um, 5,000 Candles in oh, the Winter Little Summer. Sebastian? Yeah. <laughs> bye Bye Little Sebastian. That's what it was called. That was a good one. The one they sing for the Little Sebastian horse. The little oh, horse. Did you have a shirt? Did you have a Little Sebastian shirt? I think Becky does. I did oh. it though. I don't oh. think I did. I oh, had a mouth, no. like I said, my mouse pressure is the only one I had, but not a, not a little Sebastian shirt. I think I have a little Sebastian. I do like, I do like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like the name. Like, who names a pet little Sebastian? Like, what's the, what's is, is the it reference? little or Lil? Lil. Like, L I L. Like, what, what, where's that reference? Why would you say Sebastian, too? Like, where does that come I don't know. The whole thing is, the whole premise is very funny to me. And it's a mini little, horse. I don't little know. Little Sebastian. It's very funny to me. Very, very funny. <laughs> Like a rapper, like Little Sebastian, but it's just a horse. But it's a mini. Doesn't horse. even do it's anything. Mouse rat. Horse, whole ma- mouthful, mini mouth rat. Yeah. That's funny. What are you guys up to, man? What are you up to this week? Mm. What'd you do for St. Patty's Day? Uh, nothing. It was yesterday. Yeah, I, actually, I didn't even drink. I just didn't go out. Did you watch any like Irish-related movies? Uh, I just watched this Jameson commercial over and over again for a while. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> oh, but no, uh, I didn't do anything. Uh, did you listen to any, like, Dropkick Murphys or... Uh, maybe The Pogues. Probably the just Pogues. that one song, but that's about it. Uh, let me see. Anything else? Irish? Irish or African? Nah, nothing. Uh, it was just another Thursday, I promise you. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I tried to say, uh, like, I saw everybody was out and about drinking and shit. I was like, yeah. what, are your, what are your plans for this week or today or tomorrow or Sunday or whatever? Um, I'm going to do this podcast tonight. Uh, <laughs> is it Irish? Uh, I don't know if start talking that way. Toit, 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 toit. Oh, we should, in honor, we should do, like, Irish accents for the rest of the show. Snooze and booze. Oh, hey, hi. Oh, hi. Top the evening, told you. Well, today, we're going. What happened? No. I'm good. No, well, I think we, I've gotten on record that people love when we do accents. Really? <laughs> on Apple They reviews? think it's like stupid funny. Like, I can't believe they're still going with it. I think, I... Like, the last, was it <laughs> not the last episode, the last two episodes where I started like pretending that everybody wants to hear my Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh yeah. impression. So we <laughs> where were, everyone like, was uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, where everyone was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> For like half an hour, I kept doing that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I got in reports that it was the funniest part of the, the almost awkward funniest part of the show. So, I think the Irish yeah. we should continue with the Irish accent. Oh, well. What do you think, lads? Eventually, it'll just stick, and we'll just do it naturally. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what is that Bayou? <laughs> Fucking Louisiana Bayou shit. No, Cajun, Cajun, yeah, there yeah. you go. I don't know. Wow, you're assuming. You know now? what you sound like? Fucking water boy, dude. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean's dad from Boy Meets World, yeah. Does he actually sound like that, or is that a bit? Uh, you know what he sounds like. He's in Boy Meets World. Don't, I don't remember Boy Meets World. I remember, like, He's Sean's seven dad. seasons. Aww. Boy Meets World is one of my favorite couples of all time. It's Corey and Topanga. Corey and Topanga. Can you name me, like, a better fictional couple? Shrek and Fiona. Romeo and Juliet? Shrek and Fiona Rome. is pretty good. Romeo and Juliet is one of the most overrated couples, legitimately. They're it's like illegal couple. shit. It only lasts for like three days, and it was just like a bu- three days. Of teenagers. Well, I think she was, she was like 14, 15, and he, he was, was like, like sixteen. Se- yeah, he was like seventeen or something. Yeah, and there is like I said, three days, of- and people died. Yeah, and, yeah. I hate that. That's <laughs> like dumb. romantic. Yeah. I don't know. What about like Tarzan and what's her name? Jane. Jane? 
guess. I mean, that's just. What about really who did he date though. before Jane, though? Uh, him? Mary? Yeah. Him? Yeah. He dated Harambe. I, I can't Oh, I yeah, that'd been that's funny, like, dude. Other, 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 Harambe yeah. memes. The best. Harambe, we should bring Harambe back six years later. Just like Saxon, we should later. bring Harambe back. That is true. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, for, I think you're right, because Shrek and Fiona is up there for me, but I am going to stick with Corey and Topanga. That's a good uh, one. What about you, Lovey? Who do you think best? Damn. What's a good one? Uh, Marge and Homer. That's not bad either, but I think that's semi-emotional abuse. I think... Like in regards to what? I think Marge is a, an enabler. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the toxicity between yeah, them? Yeah. I, I think I, you can... I, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think that's the healthiest. Just be, I don't think I'd rate it as who has ever been together the longest. I think I'd rate it more in the healthiest relationship. Okay, so and I don't think they would be healthy. No, no, hey, that's so just my Shrek opinion. If you, so if you just want to stick that's to it. So Shrek and Fiona would be in that in that case. What, what are you saying? No, so uh, is it like, what are like the stipulations? Is oh, it, I mean, just, just your opinion. If you think that's healthy, that's by all means. No, but, but I'm just saying a, I, I wouldn't rate it by who's been together the longest. I would rate it by who I think is, has a healthy relationship and fictional. In fictional oh, okay, world. like healthy? Hmm. Or who's I would, functional. Maybe. I think it would just go off with, like, who's the best to see on screen. Okay, so chemistry type of thing, yeah? I guess so. Yeah. So would you still stick with Shrek and Fiona? Yeah, because, I mean, it's a mix of all those. Where yeah. it's like, they, they get through it. And then they, they have a hard they, time. They, they, they also, time. They, they crack joke. They they get each other, you know? Yeah. They have that's an understanding. Fair. Okay, hmm. that's fair. Yeah, I'd say that. Or who's the two people? Uh, Debbie and Mike from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> oh Debbie. 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 <laughs> I'll say uh, Bobby and Connie the King of the Hill <laughs> That's not bad Damn yeah, that's a good one It's innocent It's about and as innocent As you can get No, it, no or, But they still have Their ups and downs Which is also important You need that in a relationship Or Hank well. and Ladybird Like oh, <laughs> You know what bro You fucking You caught it You know what You're fucking right Hank and Ladybird It is That's the best Fictional Damn. couple in relationship history. That's just like unconditional because there's like no, there's mm. never any tension like throughout the whole series. And he, he puts her at priority before anybody else, especially it, Peggy. And oh, then she has like, yep. a, it's like, you know, deep seated resentment through against him like through the whole series. You know but, what? That's yep. You know what? Fuck. I got no. You're right, Hank and Hank and fucking Ladybird. <laughs> They're the best couple <laughs> in in uh, fictional history. Yep. Damn. That's. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Not bad. The only other ones I had was like Tommy and Kimberly from Power Rangers, but no. <laughs> Hank, and, Hank and Ladybird is it. All right. Well, let's move on to the next subject because that's that. <laughs> yeah. That pretty much sums yeah, up. Yeah, that's yep. pretty much sums up. <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I downloaded it because I love it so much, but the song they danced to at the doggy show where they danced with the oh, owners, yeah, uh, uh, Patsy, uh, Patsy Klein. Klein. Walking after midnight, yeah. That's a great one. Okay, what's another thing from fictional TV that we can do? Fictional TV. Best car? Best car to drive? From what? fictional TV? Yeah. Or best, best place drive. to live. Okay, like uh, the, the town that it's set in? Or like, like the place? You could do Springfield. You could do, uh, you know, Arlen. Also, you know, hmm. fictional. It doesn't have to be a fictional uh, town, but like, let's say you could do the New York that the friends live in. New York, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Like, what what setting would you, would would be best to live in? Well, Twin Peaks. Be <laughs> <laughs> You're going fun. freaky. I'm trying to think. I don't watch many shows. I do, but I don't watch any ones where. Like, what does that do? Show it could be like Never Never Land, or I mean Far Far Away Land, whatever. Michael Shrek. Jackson? No. <laughs> never. 
Neverland. What was his? Neverland, but that's after Neverland, the Peter right. Pan. Thing, Neverland. Yeah. Let's go to Neverland. I live in Neverland. I guess you never grew older there, right? Ew. I, think that's the whole... I keep listening to Morrissey all the time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, well, you answer. I need to think about this one for a second. You, you know, to sidetrack, um, there's like a dark theory about Peter Pan that it wasn't that the Lost Boys never got older is that they once they reach a certain age Peter Pan will kill them oh right Did you guys ever hear that theory and yeah. Captain Hook's actually so, like yeah. a hero a trying survived, to save them. he's a survived uh, Lost Boy who got older and is trying to stop Peter Pan from keep yeah from yeah. doing that yeah that's very interesting it, it's curious and then I forgot where it was in the original but basically Peter Pan represented death or something like that hmm. and that's yeah it, it's very dark but I was like huh you wouldn't get I guess what it because it's a shock value to us because everything gets Disneyfied and once everything gets Disneyfied, gotcha. And if your first first exposure or something is something Disneyfied, then before you learn the dark origins of something, it's just like oh, you know, my, my childhood's ruined or some shit like that. Oh, right? Right, right. But in reality, it should have never been exposed to. It should never been kiddified or Disneyfied in the beginning with. You know what I mean? That sounds like mm-hmm. Hogs Trollop. That doesn't make any sense. That theory, <laughs> I guess. I guess it would apply, but it could apply for anything like a theory like that. I don't know that that stuff uh, like annoys me where it's like no oh, but this isn't it could but this isn't just because like, oh what if he was this this yeah. is like clues from the original writings oh in the books yeah, yeah the, in the messed books. up the messed up fairy tales yes you know? exactly a little gremlin I thought you were talking about just those made up theories where it's like okay the, let's pretend that yeah. this, no 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 this is let's not let's pretend this is, that Peter Pan was uh, he was a lawyer let's pretend he's hogwallish whatever the fuck he said hog trawler. You get this stuff. Is that from a brother worth though? No. I don't remember. I don't remember where I got it. It just stuck. I saw an interview with them that felt like it was trolling with the Coen brothers that they claimed to have never seen or never read the Odyssey or the Iliad. Hmm. And it was just like, there's no way. There's way so many fucking references in a brother out that to not be specifically to them. There's no way. It's too coincidental. The eye, the one-eyed Cyclops oh, right, right, with right. Doug Goodman, the Sirens, the Transformers. That's a theory. That's a theory. What if... What if the Coen brothers never saw Homer's The Odyssey? And they just stumbled into accidentally plagiarized thousands yeah. of years later. Yeah, but even, like, in the beginning, it says based on Homer's Odyssey. Like, it's, yeah, like, so one of the I, frames in the credits. The editor just stinks it in. Yeah, probably, so we don't get sued. Yeah. So they have to be a troll there. The Shinnin? That's funny, though. That's funny that they would do that. Yeah, I think so, too. I convinced people at school that I had a brother. You did? Yeah, I, I convinced it. them I had a brother that drowned. <laughs> Please tell me this story now. No, Tommy talks. I'm done. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah, it's already day. on, bro. Come on. Okay, but um, you can't bring that up and not explain it or elaborate. <laughs> so I, I, I thought it'd be funny. Um, I, I just thought it'd be funny. And when I was talking to my friends one time, I just casually brought up like, oh yeah, well, because my brother once did that, and they were like, you have a brother? And I was like, yeah, he drowned. And I, I was so persistent. I was going into detail. Like sure. his, his name was Elliot, and he, I said his I said his name was Elliot. He drowned when he was six. This was over in uh, what was it called? It was over by the beach. I was like this, and it was like oh this area where like all these signs are. And they were like what? I I did not know that. That's so like why would you bring that up out of nowhere? And I was like I, okay. <laughs> I just told him that it was fake after a while because I was like there's no way I don't I don't want to keep running with this bit. Because it'd just be kind of annoying. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm What if you have, like, one of those, like, funeral shirts that they have at ghetto funerals where it's, like, rest in peace with the dude's face and you have that? It's very But you pixelated. have a picture of Elliot when he was a kid and that's the Elliot. What if that you, was like, make it, like, he's your twin? 
just dress up a certain kind of way. Yeah. Just, like, some weird... I'll be like, hey, let's say I make myself shorter. Uh, there was a... When I was in high school, I did something very similar so I could get my name changed in the yearbook to Steve Stefani. Like, Gwen Stefani, right? I think right? you told me this story. Yeah, I still have the IDs. So what I did when, when like, my what? shit... <laughs> I thought you were setting me up for a joke. Hold on, let's see this. No, no, no. This is, and I'm in the yearbook under Steve Modell and Steve Stefani. No bullshit. There's two people that you created? It's my same picture, but it's like that. So what ended up happening was, like, <laughs> when they asked me to take my thing, I was like, oh, you know what? Um, my name's... I'm actually not going by Modell anymore. I'm going by Stefani. And they're like, what? Like, yeah, it's because my parents are getting a divorce. And, you know, my dad's a scumbag, so I wanted to take my mom's last name. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and it was just a sob story. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie, that's happening to you. Like, yeah, so is it okay if I just go by Steve Stefani? And they're like, yeah, you know what? Sure. Put your name, put, uh, spell it out right here and put it in, and we'll, and we'll fix it. I was like, thank you so much. So my ID came out, and I'm in the yearbook as Steve Stefani and Steve Medell. So it was very, nice. and then people were like, oh, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? And it was just, like, very funny. Like, I told you, man, I'm I want to try that. I want to try that at Renaissance. It was very funny. I want to try that. That was very funny. That's very not, that was that's that's actually the best gaff you've ever done. It's uh, a goof and a gag. Sure, gaff. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, Lil, you ever do anything similar? Uh, for my diploma, high school diploma, uh-huh. I had him put Lofi in the middle. Luis Lofi Medell. <laughs> that's funny. I want to do that with focus. Not bad, not bad. Like I just went up to forgot some office lady or whatever. I, I don't even remember what I told her. Yeah. I was like, oh, is it cool if I you know do this? Like you know. It's my last year, blah blah blah. I was like, okay. Really? Just like write down on a piece of paper, like so it was like cool. a little form. Yeah, sure. Like sure, what sure. you want to change your name to, whatever. Wonder, but did they read it out? Um, like Louis Lofi Medell. I don't remember. If I don't name. remember. I don't remember either. I thought I would have remembered that, but no, I don't remember. But uh, I mean, I was there, but I I don't remember them saying Louis yeah. Lofi Medell. That's funny. But that it says on really the diploma. Right? It's on my diploma. I remember when my parents thought like they were pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> really? They didn't think it or was my, cool my mom. My mom was like. Like, get you you know, like whatever. Like, sure, sure, kind of sure, went sure. off on a little thing. Oh. It's like, come on, hey, come on, come on. Where's the gabagoo? You know. <laughs> that I wonder. I wonder if that will fly now. Uh, like doing stuff like that. It, it, actually, it should depend whether the if you have wings that work or jetpacks, whether it flies or not. Or unless you're creating some kind of anti-gravity <laughs> device for it to fly. You know what I mean, son? Or what, what, what were your thoughts, or how are you going to project it into the air, son? I'm leaving. Oh. I'm going to leave right now. <laughs> no, that was funny. That was your best gaff. Oh, my God. You just said it. That was your second best gaff after the gaff you just made right now. Hey, man, are you watching Red Panda? Or no? Uh, Turning uh, Panda. Turning Red. Oh, Turning uh, Panda. No, Red. Yeah. Red. It's pretty good. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, like really good, actually. We yeah, were so, I liked it a lot. I lo- yeah, it was good. It's something that it's about. It's obvious it's about I, a girl getting a period. Uh, well, first time I saw it, I put it on. Yeah, it's, well, explain it a bit. It's about a girl getting her period, but they're doing it the Teen Wolf way. You know how in Teen Wolf, oh, how yeah, that was yeah. about a boy going through puberty, technically, right? Even though this is kind of the same thing, but it would we'll prefer a girl instead, right? Yeah. It's good, though. It's funny. It's I like it. I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. Yeah. It's still yeah. first uh, season, a couple of episodes in? or Oh, it's it? just a movie on... Uh, oh, it's, it's a, a Pixar movie. Pixar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah on Disney+. It's their uh, newest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Will I cry? No, uh, so I've been laughing so far. I'm not crying though. Yeah. You will not cry. You will bleed. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It could be like a tagline to a movie. Just like from not, that, like you will not like a horror movie. You will not cry. You will bleed. Hey, there you go. 
and then <laughs> that's a lot to But uh, I I put it on while I was painting, uh, so I didn't I wasn't paying like too much attention to it. But from from what I saw, I uh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was really original. Uh, it was kind of a weird subject matter, but I respect that they did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I think it's a necessity because you know how like other Pixar movies really just had the same general message, I guess. Well, uh, most of them did. <coughs> like, at a certain point. They they all keep it fresh, you know? But it's all, like, in the same vein of, like, be a good person, I guess. Oh, sure. Yeah, this one, I don't know. I think it'll be helpful for people in the future. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay, this is a good question. What are, um, what, what do you think is a Pixar or a Disney movie that you think is, like, the message will stand, like, <coughs> to the test of time, like, for, like, forever? Cause like um, I, hmm, sorry. Go you ahead. got a friend in me, by Toy Story. Like, by Toy Story. By Toy Story. <laughs> by Toy Story. <laughs> Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You got a the message in of me. you got a friend in me, in the film Toy Story. Fix your hair, son, please. It's so distracting. You look this, like a Smiths fan. This boy. That's how you look like a Smiths fan this right boy. now. This boy. Look at this guy. Um. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, I think that you know the, it's a movie about friendship. Yeah. Um. I think that's yeah. I don't know. I'd like it's that. Friendship, friendship. All right, good answer. Thanks, man. Friendship. Love. I don't know, dude. Me? Fucking be environmentalist, Wally. Don't pollute. Wow. Yeah. That was a good one. Hey, Love what about that relationship one. between Wally and the their little robot? That is a good one. I really like that one. Wally and Eve. Was it? Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, um, take away. Let's see. Uh, Good message. Good message. Damn, makes you think. Like, if you pick any movie, it could be like a niche message. Disney actually something. doesn't have that many good messages, to be fair. No, because like all the stories that they take, that they like, like you said, you know, they Disney or whatever. Yeah. Like the real stories are like crazy dark and morbid. Yeah, well, but I'm I mean, not saying like because even those stories don't really have necessarily a good message. Like the original Little Mermaid story is pretty shitty. The Disney one isn't that much better. But like that's why. I, like, the Beauty and the Beast one, it's very unfair. It's very doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, the way... I know they're trying to say, like, look into inner beauty, but the dude becomes a fucking handsome-ass prince. And then there's, like, a story, a theory behind it. Not a theory. Like, it literally says in one of the lyrics that he was, like, 11 when he returned down the old lady. So it's, like, not even... He wasn't even, like, a spoiled adult. Like, it's a dude saying no to a stranger that looks fucking weird. Right. And he gets punished for it, you know? And then... From trying to go from eleven to twenty, living as a monster, hitting away as a castle, that's gotta fuck you up psychologically. Like, like, there's so many things that that movie just does not make sense. That this is the message you're trying to say without because it sounds completely unfair. It doesn't sound right. Uh, but you look at something like Shrek. Uh, I know it's not Disney or Pixar, it's DreamWorks, but where the message is like it's not really about ex- being inner inner beauty. It's uh, about accepting yourself. And mm-hmm. finding beauty in that, not necessarily having other people. It's more about you accepting it, not rather than getting other people to accept you. Right, like validation nice. from an out, your outside right. environment, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh on Disney, but I just don't find that. Maybe, those messages are good for like five to six year old six year olds, but once just, you get a little yeah. older, like okay, uh, I'm above your reading level now. It can can something be uh, written for me now so I can relate rather than just get talked down to. Huh. Like it doesn't require abstract thought. It's just like, oh, you know, oh, very Fisher Price. Pretty girl gets with the pretty boy. Cool. Gotcha. Oh, but you want some advice? Don't have for Pixar. 
Don't F with Disney. Fuck Disney, everyone. You heard it here, folks, guys. No, that's not. Tommy, that's not Tommy, Tommy says fuck Disney. <laughs> Let's play that clip. Okay, pause it. Or should we keep it? Back it. Alright guys, so everybody check out uh, Season 2, Episode 6 Warren G and Kelly Osborne, the Kelly Osborne interview Season 4 Season 4 Yes Okay, yeah, thank you Eric Andre, his comedy Okay I think Tell me, yes Tell He's me definitely He's, I, you can see where a lot of his influence is coming from I think, um, Eric Andre though And I'd put, um like a lot of those people in like the early 2010s in the the new age of kind of like um like weird comedy like messing with people yeah i think absurd, that abs- absurd comedy i guess so but the specific vein of like messing with people okay i think eric andre and uh tyler the creator done that excellently and i think that is an underrated form of comedy you wouldn't throw nathan fielder in there Hmm. Yeah, I would actually. Yeah, because he's been doing that for a while. You ever you ever seen his like internet stuff? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, funny. even before he got on the show. And to be fair, Sasha Baron Cohen was doing that with the Ali G show, oh, even yeah. even ten years prior to that, because he was doing it in character as either Borat or Ali G or uh, Bruno in <laughs> the TV show he had. But right. a lot of that stuff where he's the only one playing the character and everybody else around him is straight, and he's not breaking. I think he he's probably one of the pioneers of that. And if we want to get like technical to that, reality is Andy Kaufman was probably the true originator true. of Very fucking true. with people without people knowing they're getting fucked with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably, if we're being fair, you wouldn't have Eric Andre or Nathan Fielder or even Sasha Baron without Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And I kind of res- have to kind of give props to that guy. You know? Of course, yeah. Hmm. Andy Kaufman is a great inspiration to me. I don't know how to say that uh, sounding genuine because I feel I feel weird sounding. Genuine. It does sound like you're yeah. being super sarcastic. But uh, <laughs> uh, you don't know. I'm messing with you. Ah, no, I'm not. Oh but uh, yeah, Andy Kaufman <laughs> is is one of my biggest inspirations for like comedy. Mm-hmm. And well, I yeah, I'd have to give him a lot more credit because I'd say Eric Andre is more of an influence. But I mean, like going going back, I mean. Andy Kaufman was doing it first, and I love his form of comedy. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like even after those he's the who Daniel followed Johnson after it. Of comedy. Yeah, he's the Warren G of comedy. <laughs> Why Warren? His first guy that came to mind. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I what was I saying that threw me off. I'm sorry. You threw yourself off. I was. <laughs> I did not throw myself off. You, you brought up Warren G. You, you brought up Daniel Johnson being the Andy Kaufman of comedy. I don't know what isn't to say. He? Sure. I don't know. Sure. It's two different things. But uh, Andy Kaufman, even though I'm more influenced by Eric Andre, like I saw that first, and I, I grew up with that more. I think it's funnier. I will say Andy Kaufman's bits like hilarious. I think I think it's still unique after all these years. I, I would also throw uh, uh, honorable mention to Ben Hoffman, who now oh. plays Wheeler Walker Jr. as a persona, but he was doing shit like that. As Ben Hoffman performed, especially performing live on stage, yeah. I'll give a shout out to him first, just yeah. for that, yeah. How about you, Lovey? Who do you have of these, like, obviously mm. funny comedians, but, like, they're unique and different from your average stand up comic? Um. Damn. Well, I say, like, Andy Kaufman, you know, he always said, like, I'm not a comedian, I'm a performer, you know, right? Performer, whatever. 
but it was so funny. He, yeah. He'd still kind of cross that line even without trying. Uh, shit. What else would be like that? Um, oh, damn. Keep thinking uh, maybe Amazing Racist. Oh, uh, Ari Shafir. Because that was kind of the same thing, just him going around just like kind of pissing people off. Yeah, you know, to be fair, like, I didn't find it that funny, but there definitely was that same vein of uh, everybody thought he was serious except the people in on it. Right. And whether it was funny or not, that's because maybe that's the same Andy Kaufman. A lot of people didn't think Andy Kaufman was funny or not, except the people who found Andy Kaufman funny, right? right? So, yeah, you got to throw him up there. You're right. Arjavir does have, should get that credit for being that ridiculous character. And, like, to be fair, it's not like he's a straight white guy doing it. He's obviously Jewish doing (laughs) shit like that, which is, you know, makes a little more sense. But I think another factor is Arjavir is known for being very unlikable. And that probably goes a long way with, like, nah, fuck it. Let's not, like, fuck this dude. And, you know, right, whatever. right. So when you're an unlikable person and you're playing a per, uh, persona who's even more unlikable, mm-hmm. it's just there's no... Because it's no, it's not like, oh, but have you met in real life? He's actually really cool as fuck. Like, nah, he's kind of a dick in real life, too. <laughs> so fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Right, So right. that's that's the thing that he has going against him. But if we're being fair, yeah, you're right. He He's in that same vein, yeah. He did that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember one skit where... He's just like, you know, uh, I'm just trying to get Jews to apologize for killing Christ. You know, I'm trying. And he's like at this, commu- uh, this like obviously Jewish, like uh, a kosher store. Right. And he's like, can I get I'm trying to get like a petition signed and I'm trying to bring Jews and Christians together. Can someone just please help me out? And then the guy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll sign your petition. Of course. I'll sign. What is this for? It's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to bring Jews and Christians. Because like I said, I'm just trying to get signatures from Jewish people to get to apologize for killing Christ. What is it? The guy's like, oh, yeah, man, I'll sign. Here you go. Like, my name's fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dude, why you got to do that? Man? Hey, man, go fuck yourself. Like, it was so, that guy was funny. That guy like, was funnier. Yeah, that, that guy was funnier yeah. the whole skit. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, man. Here, I'll sign. Fuck you. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, like. That was like, really good. Yeah, look, can, good. I, can, good. I, can I see some more skits with that guy? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, but, but yeah, he's definitely doing crap like that. Uh, and then there's stuff like the... Who's the newer guy that's doing it right now? Jeff Dunham? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the funniest shit. That's the gaff you've fucking done right now. Gaff? Whatever. <laughs> Hogwallish. Hog, fucking hog trough. Hog trough. Whatever. Hog trough. Hog trough. Man, that's a bunch of... No, the... Uh, we just saw... His, thank you. Uh, I think you should leave. Who's the guy that... Um, Tim Eric... Uh, Tim Robinson? Tim, is that Tim Robinson? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Not from Tim and Eric. You're thinking that guy, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. He he was on Saturday Night Live for a few like yeah did he think, write yeah he wrote he was a writer then he was on the on in front for like maybe two seasons but most of his skits didn't get past Lauren because he thought they were too weird so mm. some of the the really weird ones were the ones that that got through during when I think when Kristen Wiig was there and when Will Forte when when it was that cast okay Tim Robinson was one of the writers and the really weird ones were obviously his you can obviously tell which ones they were very funny very just odd and unique. <laughs> But nobody, like, I guess, I don't know, I don't want to say ahead of its time because that sounds pretentious, but it's just a different kind of, it's hard to get someone older older than 50 to think that's not ridiculous or that's not absurd, where mm. they don't want to even give it a chance to laugh. You know what I mean? So <laughs> how, how do you get Lauren, Mike, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. How do you get Lauren Michaels to think, like, yeah, that's super funny. But Michaels. look at the shit. Uh, he's a producer. I'm sorry. Like, Boza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a Boza. But look at the shit that... Uh, 
He actually produced a mic, by the way. <laughs> but look at the shit he did sometimes with. Uh, goes up, sometimes with I think not. you should leave, right? Because that's I mean we saw the, we saw a couple yeah. the, at the house, right? I know they have like the new season. Uh, season two I think is out right now. But that's one of the funniest. Like all those skits are ridiculous, <laughs> absurd, and fucking... how do you come up with it? Like just it's so specific that it's too it's it's hard not to laugh at it just because of like what like why it's in like human nature to just laugh at stuff. Like really... that haunted house tour where he does. <laughs> Is one of the I, I'm like every time I see. Have you seen that sh- that one? This Which is one he does. Like he's going to a haunted house, and the uh, it's like you know that corny fucking tour guide does like uh, you know whatever. He's <laughs> <Something>, like <laughs> the bagels or something like that. Yeah, but he's just like, hey guys, and it's after nine o'clock, so this is the adult tour, so you can guys can say whatever the hell you guys want. <laughs> and and everyone's like, like, and like, <laughs> everyone's like that. And then Tim is like, uh, cock guzzling nutsack. <laughs> Uh, he's like, do any of these kids. effers? Uh, he's uh, just do start- any of these fucking ghost fuckers ever piss and shit? No, he says when everyone when he's like, so you guys can say whatever the heck you want, and yeah. then and then Tim is out of nowhere. You can hear him bleed through everyone. He's like, huh, jizz. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but it, it throws it's throwing the tour guide off. He's like, uh, okay, so yeah. Okay. And then, but the funniest part comes afterwards. Like, sir, can I talk to you? Because he keeps doing this. Like, sir, can I talk to you? And then he's just like, yeah, what's up? He's like. Uh, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You're ruining this tour for me, man. This is please, please. And it's like, I thought you said this was the adult tour. We can say whatever the hell we want, right? So he's like, dude, please just stop. And it was like, is this the adult tour or not? He's like, yes, it is. Horsecock. <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying that. Yeah, he's, he's like, like do one of these is... effing ghosts? But then he's like, uh, the tour guide is like, dude, this is the worst night of my fucking life, dude. Like, this is a shitty work day for me. You're ruining this for me. And he's like, please, man, behave yourself or something like that. And then he goes back and he's like, can't we cuss or not? And like almost with tears in the eyes, he's like, yes, you can cuss. It's like, look, man, I'm not trying to ruin anybody's fucking day. I'm not trying to have. I'm sorry if you have the worst of your life, but I just want to know if these fucking fuckers ever fucking jizz all over these fucking walls. (laughs) And he's like, no, that's exactly what he says. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I'm asking. But that's like one of the like, dude. That's the most like who you don't. Need, that's not a setup and punchline comedy joke. That's not like that's just a situation where like something's really fucked up. Happen. If it were happening in real life, there'd be like two people laughing and everybody else would be like, "What the fuck is this guy's problem?" You know, like what's this guy's deal? Like, but that kind of shit is just so fucking funny to me, man. What's that? Uh, the one you showed me where. I think it was either his birthday or like a housewarming party. Oh, if you were like giving receipt? him gifts and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one that like he got and he was just like making a big deal? Like at first he didn't. He was like, he was, uh, like oh. he was like, okay. It was something to do with the receipt, right? Yeah. Where he's like, eat eat the receipt to tell tell me you like this gift, and he ate the receipt, and it was this huge thing where he ate the receipt and then he got he got sick because yeah. the guy didn't wash his hands after <laughs> yeah. using the bathroom. Yeah. And then at the end of the skit, it's like him and his girlfriend in the car, and her, and her girlfriend, his girlfriend turns and she's like starts screaming, and he's dead. He's just lying there dead because he got poisoned. And it turns out the guy didn't wash his hands. He was like, I did wash my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was good, oh, man. That's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> it's so specific. I love like it. That. Oh, to be fair, Sonny's like that. Sonny's yeah. very much like that. Like, not tip. You're not Like, I was just watching an episode. Uh, you know, I had a long drive yesterday. I drove from San Francisco to L.A. to Corona to Lake Elsinore back home, right? Yeah. I was on the road for, like, 11 hours. Like, no bullshit. It was, it was rough. But anyways, I'm, um, half the time I'm on the road with my friend John, and I put on some Sonny episodes for him. And we're laughing at it. And he, I, 
so to allow to like I've seen these episodes a million times each, right? But to introduce someone to it and have him laughing is awesome because he's like, man, I shouldn't be laughing at this. Oh, that's fucked up. Why am I laughing at this? So the <laughs> one of the episodes is the Maniac episode with the, the gang wrestles yeah. for the troops, and one of the funniest parts <laughs> was when like uh, he's talking about like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys remind me of my kids. And he's like, oh, oh, you got kids? Oh, you do it since we can do it together. Like, like you guys, you guys remind me of my kids. Oh, oh, you have you have kids, right? Uh, no, no, not anymore. And then he just drifts away. <laughs> and then and their reaction to that is, like, okay, what was, what did is he kill his kids? What is happening? Did he kill his kids? And they're like, what, he's what, living in his car, this barbed wire. They're fucking foraging for nuts. Like, anyways, but yeah, there's a lot of like dark humor in that show that normal people shouldn't or that aren't exposed to. I wouldn't say normal, but people that aren't exposed to it, like. They're not. They don't even know if they're. Should I laugh at this part? I don't know. You know, like would that even be like not even just like Sunny specifically, but like, but I think like you know we grew up with like a lot of different types of stuff. You know where yeah. there's like a we have like elbow room with stuff like that. So Absolutely, yeah. If something goes off into like a different kind of tangent, I'd be like, oh shit! Like I get like I'm not used to this. I could, I could see why it's like you know it might be triggering maybe. Yeah, a better word, but no, this is fucking good. Where like you can like step outside of it, where you're like, oh yeah, I can see why this is good and it's funny, and it's like not. Yeah, I guess you have more, like you said, elbow room, or you're able to be a pre- your your spectrum is more broad, so you're not so close-minded to like, oh, you know what, you know they're making fun of Jesus. No, I'm not, I can't listen. I'm right. not gonna laugh exactly. at this. Exactly. Right, that's an extreme version of a religious way, but that could go politically as well. Yeah, or that for could any, go anything or a, like abortion exactly. jokes is one, whatever it is, right? Whatever, whatever your window is to like things that are quote unquote inappropriate to talk about. That means if the subject comes up, you're not even listening to it. Right, you're not even hearing the comedy, so your window is closer as opposed to the more we were exposed as, as youths, our window is so wide that I don't even know if there is a fucking window anymore. We're probably out in the <laughs> open. <laughs> but that happened at work a couple weeks ago. Like, there's there's this older girl who, like, one of our machines was messed. You know how you, you bang the VCR oh, to, yeah. like, get it to, like, whatever. One of the machines messed up. and like, oh, yeah, I was messing up, but I just banged it, you know, got it working. And it goes, like, I was like, ah. That's your that's your problem with your generation. You guys want to bang everything to get it to work. Something's wrong. You got to want to bang it, right? That's <laughs> typical coming for you. And then one person was laughing. And two other people were like, oh, she was just like, like, and, 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 I, and then I was like, oh, I was just kidding. She's like, I can't believe you said that. It was like, it was funny though, right? She was like, yeah, but like you shouldn't be saying that. Like, I don't, I don't know, my bad. Like, I, I, shit, man, I don't know. So then it's like, damn, I have to check myself. Like, don't forget, bro, you're at work. Like, the the work environment is not like. <laughs> you gotta bring everyone down to your level. Well, it's bring just, me. Is there so, is there ever like a bring your kid to work day? Is it too? It's too much of a legal thing. Oh yeah, yeah. The refiners are. It's a safety issue. Dude. Yeah. Like we're not even allowed on site unless we have like 20 hours of training. Yeah. Like that. But it's still like it's it's one of those things where like. Uh, the work environment is not the best place because everything's so PC and HR is always involved whenever you get. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> work environment. But um, that's how I was like, oh, I'm expecting a phone call later. But no, nobody said anything. But yeah, but that's the kind of humor where like, if you're not exposed to it, you'd be completely shocked. Right. As opposed to somebody, if I said that with Samantha, right? If I said my sister Samantha, yeah, she's gonna call you gay. She'll she'll, <laughs> say, she'll be like, oh yeah, not that you'd ever know. You're banging other people's asses. Like she'd give it right back. <laughs> right. The, the, the humor keeps going or the comedy keeps running along. There's not really a, a shock value moment because there's nothing shocking about anything we say at this point anymore, right? Exposure's all all over the place. 
Right. Like, <laughs> if anything, it's just like, wait, you're offended by this? <laughs> like, it's like the other way around. Right. You know? Yeah, you almost look at the asshole. You look at the people who are offended as assholes. <laughs> What's the problem? I mean, uh, sometimes they are, if you're yeah, taking absolutely. everything so serious. Absolutely. Yo, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, is it rude to say, like, um, like I want to I punch people like that? <laughs> I mean, that's a natural human reaction, right? Yeah, I don't know. You almost want, you almost want to knock some sense into them. Like, yeah, I want to knock some yourself. cinnamon into your noggin, bro. I mean, I think the the easiest go to for that is like religious zealots who are obviously that's weird. That who gross. obviously like uh, I saw I saw Bill Burr in an interview on like morning television, and somebody was like, "Well, maybe you shouldn't have been making fun of the Catholic Church or whatever." And because I guess they happens one of the jokes on F for Family. He's like, yeah. "What? I don't even know what you're talking about." And he's like, yeah, there was, like, a joke about... And he's like, I think we did, like, one, maybe two jokes. And she's like, yeah, see, they're that one. He's like, okay. Because she's like, you guys went a little too far with that. And she's like, oh, you, really? You don't think the Catholic Church went a little too far? <laughs> letting all these molesters out in, out in the world? He's and, right. He's always, he's and she's right. just, like, like super awkward, like, uh, wants to cut away. He's like, okay, I know. We're not supposed to talk about the day TV. But they keep moving these priests around. Like, whenever a whale kills somebody, at, Sha- at a, you know, at a Shab- whenever Shabu kills somebody, they move them to another park. They're doing that with these priests. And she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, sure you do, sure you do. But it's very funny, but it's, he's absolutely right. Right. Like, right. how dare you call me out? And then the hypocrisy really comes out about real actual, uh, real actual crimes, you know, and our actual things that should be offended for. And, I think that's what it is, right? Everybody, like, when someone makes a crude jokes like that, it's an exposure to what reality really is. And nobody okay. wants to accept that because everyone wants to live in their bubble where where priests do really good, cops don't ever, are never racist, where, you know... Help everyone. They're exactly. the helpers. They save us. Whatever it is, it's always very black and white. But if you expose, if you start making fun of shit like that, oh, no, strippers actually do have really, you know, daddy issues. Oh, like, no, we're not talking about that. Like... <laughs> And I, oh, no, you know, whatever, whatever truth that they've been avoiding, it gets thrown in their face. So we don't want to talk about it. But when you start making fun, see, I think that's what it is. You, nobody want, everybody puts these issues on a pedestal or underneath the rug or whatever, right? But the more you make fun of something, the more truth you expose, the more, and especially with comedy, the more people get comfortable with it. So if you make people comfortable with it, then it starts yeah. getting exposed and it starts getting talked about. All of a sudden, it's not a dirty little secret. It's a secret exposed in the air and. Nobody wants that world to collide anymore. They want it to be completely See, Let's separate. get a Catholic priest on the podcast. You should. Yeah. That'd be fun. Hmm. And berate him. No. No, no. Well, you might be cool. You never know. Let's not... see. Let's survey. Let's survey the Catholic priests. I don't think I might know. Huh. That'd be cool. What Have you ever the... done that, though? Like, like, what's the most uptight religion? I think, stereotypically speaking, it has to be Muslims, right? Or, like, I think they're strict serious and... about their religion. Yeah. Well, I just say uptight. Yeah. Uptight, maybe Christians. I don't know because there's well, conservative Christians for sure are uptight people. Yeah, but I'm trying to but think. I don't of, know. I guess it's not really a religious thing. It's uh how people. dedicated that person yeah. is. But that's what I'm saying. Why do you have to be offended cool if you're dedicated? Around, yeah, that's what I never understood. Why do you have to be offended if you? Why does your dedication have to be involved? Everybody else has to bow to it. Why can't your dedication be your thing? And not be offended by somebody else talking shit. If you're sad, maybe it's like insecurities with your own religion, right? Well, isn't it always like a thing? Like you know, like they say, keeping up with the Joneses. Like something, somebody has something better. It's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta step our shit up. Like yeah, like insecurity. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like keep moving yeah, it up. Like the better I get at this, like, the better chances I have. Maybe. 
What do you mean? Like, if the more I, I am offended, the more devoted I am? Something like that. The more people will see how, like, right. oh, I'm, I'm doing good. Like, right. oh, it's look ego. How it's all he, ego. He must be really hardcore Christian or hardcore Muslim because look how offended he is at He must be joke. so dedicated. Right. As opposed to somebody, he's not really he's not really religious. Look how he doesn't care that they're making fun of uh, the church on FS for Family, whatever, right? That kind of thing, almost. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But that's the thing, like, yeah, that's exactly what it is in reality. But that's the thing, like, if you're secure over your religion, if it's a personal relationship, like, it should be. Why should you care how anything is portrayed or uh, depicted? It's your journey. Well, it's like you know, like when people overcompensate for things, that's it's really it because it's the lack of. That's what really. it is. Overcompensating. That's that's they're ashamed of the truth, and the truth might expose them for the frauds like, that they oh. are. Like it's like yeah. an attack on them almost, you know, because yeah, they know it, that. Because reality, who gives a shit? Right. That's really how. Well, we jacket, green jacket, you know. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit if Adam Sandler is the funniest comedian of all time? I do, because he is. <laughs> Adam, Sandler, yeah, Adam Sandler gets too much slack. You see how devoted he is to his, his uh, religion? Which one? Jewish? No, I don't know. I was trying to bring it. I was trying to bring it all in, and it didn't together? work that much. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler is underratedly funny. Yeah, he is funny. I used to give him shit because a lot of his shit was really stupid, but there's something... It's it, He broke it down to a formula that works. Well, it'd be hypocritical for me to say White Chicks and Little Man is hilarious, but I won't give any credit to Adam Sandler. Just or because, Ken the Hat. Just because it's the popular <laughs> thing to do, I'm ignoring that specifically. Just because it's the popular thing to do is to like, oh, let's shit on Adam Sandler because he's not really funny. That's not true. He is funny, and even though, you know... Whatever, you know, he's not the funniest, but he absolutely is funny, and to say he's not would be, you know, hypocritical of me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ignoring that completely. <laughs> I'm not even going to yeah. justify that with a comment. See? Hypocrisy. <laughs> Hypocrisy. <laughs> All around. What's funny? What? Where's one All funny part? around. There's one funny part in that I don't prefer the term canine American. American. That's the funniest part of the whole movie. <laughs> And then literally Paris Hilton is down in like the club with all the cat in the hats. And I then, hate Paris Hilton, yes, But it's funny to just see her in this movie. And then Alec Baldwin. He's not funny in this. <laughs> yeah, he is. Literally. He's he didn't kill him? <laughs> Le- Too soon. Yo. No, I'm offended. What happened? I, for- I forgot about that. Uh, I, I forgot guess. that he did that. <laughs> I forgot that he murdered a woman. He didn't murder her. It was a murder. It was like manslaughter tops. And it probably wasn't That's even the legal it was way like to say the it. prop master's fault more than Lenny. That, 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 I, think. Mm. I don't think it's his fault. He didn't know. Well, the problem, I think, is a lot of people lie in their resume. And you, you yeah. find out that he didn't handle he didn't handle weapons, so he didn't know what had to... I have a big thing with like gun things people have like a lack of people that don't know guns don't know how to fear them because you're supposed to fear and respect them you're supposed to know what you're doing with them so whenever people bullshit with that stuff and they're so nonchalant it's incredibly like I don't know I just have a big thing yeah but it's just not only ignorant but it brings a lot of like it makes gun people look bad when in reality a lot of them are more educated about that stuff than anything else right and and they take priority and safety paramount to everything else but then they start looking like goofballs when you have people claiming they are and not really. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. But it's like, oh, you're making fun of someone because they're serious about their guns? Like, when, that's mm. like, they need to know. Yeah. They, that's, they should need be to know. If you're going to own guns, please be serious about your guns. Please, like, have that commitment to them. You know? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> but they always get, you know, listed as, like, these hillbilly bozos. No, and that's yeah. so yeah. far from the truth. You know? Uh, know. Who knows? Maybe they're cool. <laughs> I'm sure they're, yeah. 
What's your favorite gun you've ever fired? I've only fired one. The M16, yeah. Was it the M16? M16 that was cool. It was cool to do. I would I would do it again. Yeah, we should. Yeah. You just gotta make some time, but we, we will. Mm-hmm. That was that was a cool experience going into the shooting range. Um Will. We got. We should do it like at least something once a month. awoke in me when I went into the shooting. Room. Oh yeah, yeah. something awoke. <laughs> just power. Oh my god. Don't hold me on record saying this. I'm just gaffing. <laughs> gaffing. <laughs> I'm sorry, using that from now on. Tom. Yeah. I'm just gaffing. I'm just joshing. Joshing. He's joshing. He's joshing. Yeah, but it, no, I really liked that experience, and it was cool. It was cool to just like learn about it and know, like, okay, these, this is what you do. You gotta flip this before yep. you before you do all that, and. It felt rewarding. Yeah, it felt rewarding. Well, look, imagine how, like, the, the way I think about it, because worst case scenarios, like, if you don't practice it all the time or if you don't know what you're doing, you know how nervous you'd be to even, like, let's say an attacker is coming to you. Like yeah. That? It's already nervous if you know what you're doing. Imagine if you have no idea what you have in your hands and someone's coming at you. How do you even try to shoot without, like, how do I take the safety off? How many rounds are in this? I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. You know? Yeah, no shit. Of course something's going to happen that's a mistake or something wrong going to happen. It, it, it's uh, it's inc- incredibly unsettling if you know what you're doing. Imagine yeah. someone that just like, oh, I, I own a gun, but I don't know what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Like, it's, yeah. That's why it's so upsetting for now. You just own a gun for protection, but you just... But never you fucking fire it and you're never, like, yeah. never know what... Dude, you you're don't like, even know what the safety turn Do you know how to... Like, <laughs> yeah. No. I think, um, you know how people are like, there's people... No hate to any of this, but like, you know people where it's like, I'm anti, like, uh, like anti-gun mm-hmm. stuff. I, um... I'm Uncle Guns. <laughs> Are you anti-guns? Because I'm Uncle Guns. That's funny. Yeah. Eric, I got that reference. Ever? I get that reference. Yeah, you do. But, um, I, like, cool to the people who are like that. Like, I, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But I think it is, um... I think it should be necessary to learn how to, um... I know, hand, handle something sure. that will come in handy to protect yourself. Absolutely. Not necessarily a gun. Just anything. A weapon of some yeah. sort. Uh, so I don't I don't know those people who are very uh, very anti like I, I guess weapons I don't know how else to put it just anti like um, I'm like I'm, I'm, ag- I'm against like uh, any of this like violence or like any of these just like harmful things to, um, like, like cool but I think you should like people that want to take away all their guns because yeah. of a mass shooting or something that happened right? I think I think you should and you gotta look at yourself at that too where it's like why? Why do you? Why do you think this is? Because um, I don't know. Just you can't. These people can't really comprehend it. I guess. Right. They don't want to face the facts. That's 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 how I look at it. That's fair. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, if you do that, that's cool. I don't. I don't really care. That's that's yourself. <clears throat> how about your thoughts, Lovey, on it? Guns. I love my guns. Um. Like uh, with anything, you know, like you know, to drive a car. It requires you know experience and a certain degree of uh respect for what you're doing you know mm-hmm. you don't just like jump in and just start fucking wheeling and dealing with yeah for sure yeah and it's the same thing you know like if you know like when you know people say that you know to you know abolish guns or you know just to make it illegal you know that's gonna fix a problem but it has nothing to do with the gun itself it's the people mm-hmm. you know in the wrong hands anything could be dangerous i don't know why people the right one yeah i don't know why people don't get like why that concept is so hard like about thank you very much about things being tools you know what I mean mm-hmm. and why does the tool get blamed when it should be the individual but you know people get killed with hammers all the time well maybe not all the time but you know like that's been a murder weapon at some point or other sure 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 you know like the scary stories that I listen to there comes up 
But it's like, yo, you're not gonna like, you know, fucking close down Lowe's or you know, like the hobby, hobby but, tag or whatever, yeah. hobby lobby. But even like something like, like in a philosophical or practical sense, like, like tools, like video games and metal, heavy metal music, yeah. was. What was what was being blamed for when Columbine yeah. happened? I was right? I, okay. well, I was gonna bring up like I think it depends on the situation mm-hmm. a lot too. Like going from with Columbine. Jersey Shore. <laughs> What's he got to do with this? Oh, I just got it, <laughs> and then I just make being dumb. That, that was funny though. Thanks. But um, I think it depends on the situation, like what this is used for. Like say something as big as Columbine. A lot of things are gonna are gonna be blamed in that situation. But uh, going what you're saying, I well, I think peop- things are gonna be blamed except for people who actually need to be blamed, which was the parents in that case. The parents raised these kids to think that that was okay. It's a, is I mean, aside from the the individual responsibility of each of the child, the parents are who should be held responsible. But no one wants to blame parents because then they have to look internally again. It's the his hypocrisy thing. The I truth. Just want to feel bad for them. Well, it's the truth part again. Yeah. The truth is that they're the ones who blame. They raise these little fucking. Pieces of ghouls. shit. He's ghouls. Bogus. Little, little time ghouls, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, but let's blame video games. Let's blame movies, violent movies. Let's blame uh, violent uh, music, uh, rap, heavy metal music or rap music because that promotes violence, right? And that's the cause. Because Lord forbid we, we look at ourselves as parents and respond, hold ourselves responsible for raising our own goddamn children. Let's not do that. Lack let's of accountability, right? Let's blame the world, not ourselves. Son, you've been exposed to everything. You're a perfect example of this, but because you, you've been exposed to literally every video game, every type of music, every type of film. Yes. But that doesn't influence you on what decisions you make on moral, right or wrong. Yeah. Um, well, as you're saying, it falls down to the parenting. I agree with that, yeah. I think it's... So, like I said, those are tools that people... And the yeah. way people use them are the way... That, but you could use, like I said... The same thing. You could use whatever holy book, whether it's the Quran and you're a bunch of terrorists written 9-11. Well, let's use the... Now, that's... The Muslim religion is the one that's most evil because it causes terrorists to be evil. That's not on the individual. Oh, let's blame Christianity. Why? Because the Westboro Baptist Church are a bunch of domestic terrorists and they literally protest, quote-unquote, fags at funerals, you know, or soldiers at... um, Dead soldiers and dead veterans at funerals. They protest those pieces of shit. Why? Why? Because they disagree with your whatever the way you interpret whatever holy book that you have. You know, it's all. This is what I'm saying. Like these are all tools to be used, but you don't blame the entire religion for these pieces of crap. You blame those people. Why right. is it any different with weapons, with guns? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's always like a, like finding something to blame that takes it away from something else, maybe. Like misdirection, maybe. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the, That's what the whole point of that. Like the truth. People want to avoid the truth that they might be responsible. And they might not be on yeah, something it's just, else. It's, most people are scared to face like reality. Reality, yeah. Yeah. Because reality is scary because they might be in the wrong. And they, yeah. like you said, I think earlier, Lovie, like the ego thing. Absolutely. You like, know, nobody wants to get checked, but like, every, like everything, they, a lot of the things that you ever believed in mm-hmm. were wrong. Might be bullshit. You know, yeah, and I didn't say are. I said it's a possibility, but no one needs to acknowledge that the possibility might be bullshit. Just because, still, there's like a, like, a, like maybe like internally, like what is it? You know, like just me personally. You know, I try to think like you know like. If somebody corrects me with something, you know, mm-hmm. I don't take offense to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, fuck, I just learned something new. Uh, maybe I was doing something wrong this whole time. And it's just, like, insightful, you know. Like, it's a, 
a betterment, you know, like an improvement, maybe, you know, like more of an insight. There's, just daily life, whatever. There's this. Fun, uh, I remember from Dust Till Dawn <laughs> when um, Harvey Keitel's character tells is trying to explain to I think the daughter Julie Lewis mm-hmm. or the son, one of the two. But he's trying to say like there comes a time. Whether it doesn't matter whether you're a, a, a pastor, a priest, or a Buddhist monk, there comes a time in your life when you look in the mirror and you ask yourself if you're a fool. This whole time you've been dedicated to something that may not, may or may not be real. Um, am I a fool? And like that's something that you have to deal with in the life of servitude under a religious sector. And I always like that because, like, yeah, like that should probably be asked every fucking day. You know, am I a fool? Like that should be acknowledged. Before you even, you know what I mean? Like, that, but that doesn't also have to take away from whatever devotion you have. It doesn't have to coincide. It can coincide. It can coexist, really. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't think people are ready for that. They, any hint of doubt that seeps through, they want to treat it as like, well, if you have doubt, that means you're probably not a believer. And, oh, no, that, that means I might not go to heaven or whatever reason. Like, right. like it, you're letting that shake your faith. You should have doubt. You should yeah. have questions. Or else you're I, full of ignorance. Yeah, I do the same thing, but I look in the mirror and I say, are you a ghoul? Yeah. <laughs> sure <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> and what's the Punch answer? Punchline. What? Punchline. What's the answer? Punchline. Am I a ghoul? I washed it off. Um, so some days you are and some days you're not. Some, yeah. On and off the books. <laughs> that makes sense. That last ghoul tattoo you did was sick, bro. Like, did you take a picture of it before you watched no, it? No, I didn't. You should have. I, uh, yeah, I'm becoming a tattoo artist in two months. I could see that happening. First, your sister wanted to do that. Now you want to do uh, it? Let's both do it. All right. But I decided to derail the conversation. Yeah, we could derail. We were getting a little too serious anyway. Let's look at ourselves <laughs> in the fine. mirror. Like, oh, like am I getting too serious? Are we getting too serious? Yeah, I mean, we were. Fuck are we it. being Dick, bogus. fart, choke, chick, shot. I don't know. Let's start making, like, you know, whatever. Cra- crass jokes again. Ah, poop. <laughs> Poopshoot.com. Poopshoot.com is funny. Clown shoes. The TC Tuggers. TC Tuggers. Yeah. That's very funny. That's a perfect example of absurd comedy, yeah. Well, we were just talking about it. Uh, I think you should leave. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think everyone should see that show. I, I think agree. that's one of the best um, modern shows. I agree with you one hundred. I'd say that. I we always we always come back to these like these different conversations about like like people's moral like morality and whether or not like people are to blame and then ghouls and then show. That's the structure of a season news podcast. <laughs> or Tommy Talks podcast. Go ahead, talk. It's not Tommy Talks anymore. Why? I don't want it to be. It's your birthday. That's true, but I don't want it to be about that. Okay, your birthday present is not. Okay. You got some good gifts. Yeah, I'm, I was happy with the turnout today. Um, I Well, as you heard in the intro, right? Yeah. As you heard in the intro. I still want to get you a guitar. Maybe next week when I come back? Maybe, yeah. It'd That'd be, be cool. nice to get you, because you got a steel guitar, you got an electric guitar. I want to get a nylon one. Oh, nice. So, it'd be yeah. nice to, to make that work. And you got like three, four different types of keyboards now that I think about it, too. Yeah. So what is that your thing? Guitars and keyboards? Yeah, I think I like. Uh, yeah, I think I like keyboards and pianos more. Get out! You're not my son, dude. Here's this is the a thing. guitar family. Medell's our guitarist. <laughs> Let's say Here's right now, the thing. I I like a lot of. I don't know. There's something about just the key, the the keys and all this like moving around with my fingers and how like smooth it is. It's the same thing with guitar. Yeah. But 
This sounds better. No, it doesn't. This sounds you know a what? lot you better. Need, you need more pedals because I think that's what you like, the, that you can get different types of sounds on the keyboards. But uh, you can do the same thing with guitars, just need the pedals. That's true. But why do that? That's cheating. It's not cheating. Attack. It's like Tom Morello shit. Who's that? Rage Against the Machine guitars. You're so yeah, you got me, dude. Yeah. Who's Stevie Ray Vaughan? You were playing him in the car. Who's this man who looks like a drifter? He looks cool. He, he does look like cool. the way I you like were dressed. Lot. To be to be fair, he's no, got that I flamboyant dress like, style. Uh, I want to dress like the moldy peaches. Them Adam in their Green? prime, yeah. Or Kenya Dawson. Adam Green. That'd be funny if you said Kenya Dawson, dude. I like Adam Green. <laughs> like the bunny suit. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool that she wears. Yeah, it she's is cool. Hot. She's got kind of a hot thing going on. You're saying that because she kind of looks like mommy. In like you an think age. everybody I think is hot looks like mommy, <laughs> and you're not. That is you're so not wrong. true. He <laughs> was like Fiona Apple, and it's like okay, Rosaria Dawson. Like that's true. I do think they look like mommy. Yeah, Rosaria Dawson. Really? I thought I always thought that I, she looked like, I kind of see it. Yeah, I thought that's so too. Like a darker version of Jackie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I. Hmm. No, you look like Merle Haggard right now. Damn, yeah, I wish. If, if you had like a cowboy hat, you'd look like Merle Haggard. Oh hell! You got son. the you got the yep. jean jacket, you got the green jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you got the guitar, the, like, the jean jacket, and the glasses and the beard. Yeah, you got a hmm. you got a old Cephas thing going on. What do <laughs> I have? What do I have? You look like uh, Paul Rust in uh, Love, uh. <laughs> or in uh, I Love You, Beth Cooper. You look like Paul Rust. I love you, Beth Cooper. That is, I never, I saw that movie like five times. Yeah, but I never saw the intro where he says all that. Oh, that speech. That's yeah, set, that's I the only saw that recently. That's that was, and I know that's like sets up the whole movie. Yeah, I only saw like when the like the uh, what are the army? The army dudes. Yeah, army oh, dudes. Air they Force, come to the Air house. Force. Air Force. When the Air Force bros, they show up to his house and they try to kill him. Air Force guys don't even look like that. They're like army douchebags. That's cool. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I do really... That's an underrated movie. I don't think many people like it. Play something, buddy. No. Why? I don't know. I just like... I think you're getting really good. Yeah. I've seen it. Like, every time you come, I always see an improvement. An improvement, right? Yeah. 100 Yeah, um... I... Okay, but going back to the instruments thing, I sure. I like uh, I think I like the keyboards and pianos more because uh, that's the one I started off with the most. To be fair, uh, Eddie Van Halen did too. I don't know if you knew this, but he started playing piano before guitar, and really? he's known as the most famous guitarist of all rock. <sighs> I don't know. I think one one comes after the other, or one um, like it's like either either way around. Like you could it. Um, I think you've said it before, but I think like if you know one. It, I it's think easier it, to it would be rest. easier to know that the other one. It's very similar to, like, languages. Once you learn one, you see how it's relative to the other, yeah. and it's easier to learn. Same thing with musical instruments. Because you start transferring notes to where this is played to where that's played. But that's the thing. I never learned any of the notes. I just I just knew the... Well, not even. Just barely. I, I was just messing around. And I guess from there... Um, I, I, when I started learning guitar, that was when I really... Um, like, I really started to get the notes. The music theory you know part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I haven't learned music theory yet. No, but you know, I know what you mean. Like, the musical, the education. Yeah. The stuff notes on paper. No, but, the um, theory part, yeah. 
but I did start off learning piano because I always we had this big grand piano. Oh, back at home at the old house. Yeah, at house, and I really, I don't know. There was something about it that was just really, um, it was cool, but it was also like nerds, but it was also like kind of mysterious. Okay. There was something about it to me as a kid where I was like, that this is so I could just like these notes and seeing how all the strings work. I I it was very um I think that was the first time of me like p- like picking something up and then just going along with it like just learning it practicing practice sure 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 but yeah. then uh, there's a long period where I just stopped like I didn't but it was always in the back of my mind like music and learning it was always in the back of my mind with the piano specifically um, I did always want a guitar but it was never well because you had the guitar and I was like oh, that's cool it when it I was, was is this like with Gwen like the the rebellion thing. Like you don't want to pick it up because I have obviously you know picked it up. Like uh, with Gwen, like she didn't want to get into comics because she or you know whatever because she knows I was really into it. Yeah. But then she got on it on her own regardless. It's kind of the same thing for you, maybe. I guess, but it was always I don't know. Guitar was always something that I liked. I just I never rushed to it as much mm. I guess because I always wanted to get on the piano. But when I did start learning guitar, I wanted to focus on the piano. No. <laughs> but um, when I um, I like that. When I was learning guitar, it was uh, that was the that was the sexiest time of my life, and I think that that has something to do with it. Oh yeah. Well, I guess also the kind of music you were into was more guitar focused yeah. as well. Because if so, most of the stuff you like is more guitar focused. You're gonna learn to pick it up, right? Being a pun, because I put my name as Thokus everywhere. Oh, uh, T-H-O-K-A-S? Yeah. That Thokus. came just purely from misspelling my name on, uh, like, Discord one time. Some and of the I best like, nicknames come organic. I was like, that's, that's, that'll stick. And I made... Why don't you guys play a jam together? Play some chords, and love for you could do a lead over it. I'll just do, uh, like, noise atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I love, the next I love that. two minutes, let's do it. Yeah, I'll do it with my keyboard. Okay. That'll work. And here is Lofi and Tokus. Giving you what should we call this? Uh, snooze and Drew Druids. Well, I guess I need one. Can I get a the acoustic one? If you're gonna do a okay, keyboard, okay. Right, this is a two minute jam. This is like okay. the okay. first the first jam we've ever had. Two yeah, minute jam session. That's cool. I got myself on the uh, does, acoustic does guitar. It pick up? Well, on the mic, like, yeah, it'll pick it up. Fun. That, not getting it. Put that on the table, maybe? Okay, uh. Is that full volume? Yeah. Go. That's getting it, yeah. So we got Tom on keyboards, Lofi on electric guitar, myself on acoustic guitar. Okay. Uh, what key should we do? What note are you starting off, Tom? This is F. F? Mine's in high school. Alright, let's do it. Two at least. Okay. Go, go ahead, son, you can start off.
Okay, this is, this is horrible. I'm so sorry to all you listeners at home. We're just kind of feeling it out, but that was kind of fun, but I'm sorry. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay, let's just, let's just outro it. Sorry. That was pretty much it, guys. <laughs> Each we weren't even like playing. Yeah, no. We were each playing like individual shit around the key of F. I think you were doing That's like fun. F. My I was doing F seven major. I think my F seven minor. You were doing a, uh, harmonics, to, right? Yeah, I think you were just doing harmonics. We were <laughs> jumping off the cliff and hoping that I could fly. Yeah, basically, yeah. that's what I was doing. I'm so sorry, guys, but that was cool. That was still kind of cool. For any of you music nerds, you might get a kick out of that. Everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. Hmm. I want to. I want to hear that back after. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. This is been Susan Booze, guys. Uh, yeah. Tommy, happy birthday, buddy! You're Thank the you. you're the best. Uh, you're like my best bud. So um, uh, I don't know. I, I had a lot of time recording this. We hope you guys have a lot, a lot of time listening. 